So we know the day before Purim is known as Tainus Esther, the fast of Esther, and Klai Yisrael fasts the day before Purim, the 13th day of Adar. Now, if Purim falls out on Sunday or Shabbos or Friday, then you would end up fasting on Thursday. Well, Friday, then Thursday would be the day before. We would not fast on Shabbos or on Friday for Tainus Esther. So there's a concept of Tainus Esther. Now, the truth is, if you look in Tanakh, you look in Mishnayis, Gemara, it is very difficult to find a clear source for the minog of fasting the 13th day of Adar. So let's just discuss some background information and what where it comes from, and we'll see who exactly says this in the Rishonim, and they quote from the Gaina, but it's not really found in the Gemara. So, if you look in the Megillah, in, in uh, Megillah's Esther, Perak Dalid, Pasuk Tezayin, so Esther is about to go to the king, go to Ahasuerus, and basically pray and, and ask him to save uh, the Bnei Yisrael, to save the Yidin from Haman's decree, from actually Ahasuerus' own decree. So, Esther tells Mordechai, and they should fast for me. I'm also going to fast. That's probably why we call it Tanis Esther, because she told Mordechai to tell the Jews living in Shushan to fast as I'm entering uh, the king Ahasuerus to be able to save our lives. So that's one source for this concept of Tainus Esther. So if you look at the end of the Megillah, what happened was that originally Ahasuerus' decree, which he signed Haman's, uh, Haman's uh, wish, was that the, the, the uh, Persians and actually all the nations of the world were allowed to kill the Jews on the 13th day of Adar. People think it's the 14th. It's really the 13th day of Adar. If you look on the Pesukim and Paragim, it clearly says that. That was the poor. That was the lottery. 13th day of Adar is when... The, the, the Umas Island were able to kill all the Jews, no problem, no policemen, no army, you could do whatever you want, no law. So after the Purim story, Esther and Mordechai and the Hing Haman, the problem is the laws on the books in Shushan, in, in Persia, was that you couldn't repeal an, an existing decree. The only thing you could do is you could sort of equalize it. So what happened? So Ahasuerus issued another decree that the Yidin could defend themselves before they weren't allowed to defend themselves. Now they're allowed to defend themselves on the 13th day of Adar. So what happens? So the Yidin go out to war. So many many Jews were able to fight. Those that were not capable of fighting, the Rishonim explained, they davened. The Mishra says as well, it was a day of Muhammad, but automatically when our brothers are fighting a war, so whoever's not fighting, they themselves shouldn't be parting. They should be betainous with davening, and fasting, so that's when most of the of the Yidin that weren't fighting, they were actually fasting. So, this day of Tainus Esther that we call Tainus Esther is is really two things. One thing is that it's remembering Esther's Tainus that she fasted, and she had Klai Yisrael and Shushan fasting for her to be matzliach and to daven to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that she should be she should be successful in her request with in her discussion with Achashverosh. Additionally. This very day, Yud Gimel Adar, many of Klai Yisrael were fasting as their brothers were out fighting off their enemies on Yud Gimel Adar. So that's where we have this concept of, of Tainus Esther. So if you look 
in the Gemara, you're not going to see this really. The Rambam in Hechas Tanias, Parakei Alachahe, the Arzurua as well, quotes Rabbi Nechananel that they, they base it on the Psukim of Divrei Hatsamis Vizakasam, that this is the concept of Tanis Esther, and they bring proof from the, from the Megillah itself. Rabbi Nutam has another Raya. He says, if you look in the Gemara Megillah, the, the first Mishnah Megillah on that base tells us that there are different days you could read. Uh, the Megillah, the 11th, the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, depending on the, where everybody goes to the market. You want to have Baraiv Am Havdas Melech, walled cities, non walled cities. So we'll get to those halachas in Mir Tashem. So when the, 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 Gemara, the Gemara finds sources for each day, when the Gemara gets to the 13th day of Adar, and the question is, can you lane, can you lane the Kriyas Megillah on the 13th day? We know that Sukkim tell us that the 14th day was, was, the, uh, was the official time of Purim. That's when we keep Purim, if you don't have a walled city. So can a person lay in the Megillah on the 13th day? So the Gemara says yes, because it's a yoyim of, of kihilas, uh, of kihilakal. It's a day of everybody gathering. Anyways, the 13th day is when we all gather. Rabbeinu Tam says, because Kalai is so fast. Rashi says, because this was a Zman Muhammad. And the Mishabur says, meaning fasting, as we explained. So this is the probably the, the source in, in, the, in the Gemara for Tainus Esther. But... As the Ran explains in Masechtas Tainus, and most of the Rishonim, the Torah, the Shulchan Aruch, they explain, this is a minog. It's a minog. It could be dating back all the way to the times of the Bayashini, to the times of well, the Perm story right before Bayashini. So it could date back a long time, but it's only in the gather of minog. And therefore, we can be more makal on Tainus Esther than on a typical uh, Tainus, let's say uh, Asar Abateves or Tishabav. We end up being more makel on Tainus Esther than the other Tainus. So we'll talk about that in a moment. There is a classic question from the uh, from the Rishonim. The, uh, the the Gemara in Tainus and Megillah tells us there was a concept of Megillah's Tainus that there were days of there were special holidays that uh, Nisim took place. And the Gemara says that you are not allowed to fast or give a hespid the day before this, these days and the day after these days. And the Gemara says all these days of the calendar. Were were uh, were nullified. They're bottles. So you could look online. Go to HebrewBooks.org. You could find a copy of the original Megillah's Tainus, and you could put it in your calendar. But at the end of the day, we don't keep any of these days. Even if you don't want to say Tachanun on these days, too bad. You have to say Tachanun on those days, except for two things. There's two. Two uh, two yam type, and one of them is Hanukkah, and one of them is Purim. So the older Rishonim ask that if Purim is still kept as Megillah's Tainus, the halacha is that the, the days before and the day the day before and the day after of these uh, yamim tovim of Megillah's Tainus, one is not allowed to fast and one is not allowed to has to to uh, have them. So if Purim is still kept from Megillah's Tainus, how are you allowed to fast on Yud Gimel? on the 13th day of Adar? That's the classic question. So the Torah says two different answers. He quotes the Bali Toysvah say that when, if they're mavatal all the days of this calendar of Megillah's Tainus, except for Purim and Hanukkah, so for sure they're mavatal the day before and the day after Hanukkah, the day before Purim, the day after Purim, and that's how we paskin. The Torah also brings another answer, is that the 13th day of of Adar is a preparation for Purim. The fasting is part of the Purim celebration. So we can't say, oh, don't fast because you have to celebrate Purim. This is the celebration of Purim that we were victorious in Muhammad, and part of Muhammad is fasting. So that is why halacha is we do fast on the uh, on Tainus Esther. So when we fast, we are actually, again, if you look in the, the Vesalevi, 
in, in Hasidus, if you learn uh, Maharal, if you look through all the Sufi Machshava, when we do things and we commemorate Yom Tovim, we're not just remembering days of old and uh, we're just uh, celebrating what happened, what took place way back when. It's, it has something to do with our own lives. So we should look around and realize that we are in Gaulus. There are enemies that want to that want to destroy us. And every year, every year we have to fast, we have to do tshuva. So it's a day of fasting, a day of tshuva. That's the Tainus uh, Esther. It's not a day of thinking about hamatashin. It's a day to, for a few minutes. Everyone has uh, two minutes a day. So for a couple minutes, just realize there's a reason why we're not eating on Tainus Esther. It's to remember the Muhammad, but it's, we are also at Muhammad at this point. And we're not fighting. Most of us are not fighting against our enemies. There are those that are. Think about our brothers that are fighting for us, for, for Eretz Yisrael. But even if we're not thinking about that, at least think about that we are in Gaulus and we, we're fasting, tshuva, to be able to be protected from our, from our enemies. Okay, so let's just jump into some of the kulois involved when it comes to Tanis Esther as opposed to other Tanisim. So, first of all, halacha is that for, for uh, that Aminekes and Umbaris, a woman who's nursing, a woman who's, uh, who's pregnant, the Ramah says does not need to fast when it comes to Tanis Esther. And the Mishabru quotes the Yeshua's Yaakov that they shouldn't even try when it comes to when it comes to Tanis Esther. They have no business fasting. That's the minog of the Paiskin. That's what they all say. That the Psak is that women that are nursing, women that are that, that, are, that are pregnant are totally putter from fasting Tanis Esther. They shouldn't even think about fasting. There's a discussion, a woman who recently gave birth, and let's say she's not nursing, so how long after should should she be totally be putter from fasting? So a person should ask a Paisic. There's a different different opinions about that. Now, from this discussion, it is apparent that women are obligated to fast unless they obviously unless they're nursing or pregnant. However, there's a very important idea to know that when it comes to Tanis Esther, the Ramah says, even someone who has Kayevinaim, your eyes are hurting. Your eyes are hurting, halacha is you're allowed to you're allowed to break your fast. Now, this is much more lenient than a typical fast. A typical fast, we say, you have a mix of you're not feeling well, um, you have a headache, something serious. It doesn't have to be uh, life-threatening, but enough that you're, 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 you're allowed to break your fast. And we spoke about that in the past, about and other, uh, other opportunities we spoke about those details. So when it comes to Tainus Esther, we are much more makel than even a koyve nayim, someone whose, whose eyes are hurting, Again, it depends on the person, depends what this means, but but we are much more lenient when it comes to Tainus Esther. There's another example where we're lenient. The Sharatian says a chasen during Sheva Brachas, or someone who's making a bris, the, the father of the bris, do not fast on the days of the day, the day of Tainus Esther. So for many women, even if they're not pregnant or nursing, sometimes they're just not good at fasting. Other stresses throughout the day. So obviously they should they should try, but at some point, once they hit the level of Koyevenayim, they are allowed to break their fast. Now, once you break your fast on Tainus Esther, there's no Indian of being mamayit, to have less of a, of a meal. You shouldn't party. You shouldn't eat something that's out of the ordinary. But your typical meals you're allowed to eat, just don't, uh, don't live it up extra than you would do on a typical day. Because, again, Klai is fasting. If an if a individual is not fasting... So as long as they're not living it up, when it comes to Tainus Esther, there's no problem. They don't have to be a mite. They could have their regular uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks, whatever they typically eat. That would not be a problem. There's another cooler. There's a discussion on a regular fast day, not Tisha B'Av and not Yom Kippur. But one of the other fast days you have Asar B'Tevesh, Shavasa So on these days, there's a question, can a person take a haircut? Can a person... Uh, 
shower, shave, these discussions. So the Bir Halacha quotes that, you know, make it in no problem. However, he brings, he quotes from the Elia Rabbah, that a Ba'nefesh should be machmer, on things that are prohibited during the nine days, anything that one cannot do during the nine days, one should not do that on a fast day, on those fast days. So there's two points here. Number one, many of the Achorinim argue on the, on the Bir Halacha, and they say that no, even a Ba'nefesh does not have to be machmer. Additionally, the Bir Halacha himself, the Mishmur himself says that's only when we are fasting for something that's Zechel Chorban. So Tzayim Gedaliah was, was Gedaliah ben Achikam, right after, right after the Chorban bias, after the Chorban bias, you have Chorban bias Rishon, you also have uh, Asar Beteves and Shavasa Batamas, which is breaking down the walls, the beginning of the Chorban bias. So those days, it makes sense to be Machmir as if it's one of the nine days. So whatever we do during the nine days, no bathing, uh, no, 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 uh, no, no shaving. So fine. Once should, there will be an Indian of Balnefesh uh, Machmer. However, Tainus Esther has nothing to do with Chorban Abayas. It's either commemorating that Esther fasted and the Klai all fasted, or going out to Mahama and we fasted as our brothers were fighting. So it has nothing to do with Chorban Abayas. And therefore, even those that are Machmer and hold like the Bir Halacha, the Balnefesh Yachmer, on shaving and showering, no problem. A person is allowed to see you're making yourself a funny uh, mustache for your Purim costume, Purim night, so you're allowed to shave on Tanis Esther, no problem. There is another discussion, which we'll leave for a later, later shear, is eating before the Megillah. So just want to make it very clear. That has nothing to do with Tanis Esther. Once Tzitzit comes, the day is over, a person is allowed to eat. There's another issue, or Indian here, of eating before hearing the Megillah. That has nothing to do with the fast day. The fast is over. A person could definitely drink water. There's a question, how much could a person eat before Megillah? But that has nothing to do with the fast day. That's just an Indian of not eating before Megillah. Maybe we'll touch upon those halachas when we discuss the halachas of Megillah.